Hello everybody and welcome to the Mythos Manual, a how-to for RPG homebrew. I'm your host Calder Kadavid and today we are going to be starting our campaign. We're going to be doing a dark gothic fantasy, exploration through the jungle, and we're going to be exploring a lot of new homebrew systems, kind of fun interesting concepts, and we're going to let the players inform a lot of the story while keeping them in a tight narrative. That's at least the goal. Introduce myself. I'm Calder Kadavid. I am the host of the show. I've been playing uh, Dungeon Dragons and Pathfinder for the better part of two decades now. Loved RPG since I was a kid, and I still do today. And these are all of my friends who I have roped into playing with me because if you want to be my friend, I only have one hobby, and this <laughs> is it. So you have to be on board. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Paul. I play Kafka, the crow person. I write fantasy books, and I've been playing D&D for five years. I am Christy Stakey, and I am playing Kaida Maroon, the shifter. And I've been playing D&D for like 11, 12 years or so, and I'm a wig maker in real life. <laughs> Hi, I am Alan Mills. I'll be playing Professor Eulister Burnbook, a cult historian. See, I've been playing RPGs too long to mention. I would say proper lady. Never discusses how long she's been playing. Yeah. And Do you remember the Red Book? Is that like... Oh, oh, I, oh, I remember the Red Book. Or the Red Box. But yeah, I, the Red Box. I yeah. don't remember You the don't Red remember. Book because I wasn't born. <laughs> um, and in real life, I'm a talent manager. Well, guys, I want to thank you again for being part of this. I'm really looking forward to uh, this game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun, too. I'm looking forward to us having no problems of any kind and our characters surviving. It's going to be just really relaxing all around, I, I think. think. I like to think of it. This is going to be like a slice of life kind of game. You're just going to kind of get in. It's like, oh, what did you do? I kind of had breakfast. I went to see my friends. I got in a fight with my mom. And that was like the hard part of the day. Yes, I plan on drinking a lot of tea Yeah, under a mosquito net. Yes, of course, obviously. I'm going to manage my improbably successful small town cupcake shop <laughs> until I find love. That's a good idea. Those are that's a good call. Definitely possible in the jungle, for yeah. sure. In this jungle, hor- in eyes of eyes in the mist. Yeah. The, na- the name of the game is Eyes in the Mist. Uh, we're going to be kind of going through uh, a spooky kind of jungle situation for the next several several games. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it, and I'm going to with that kind of get us get the ball rolling on this. I think you guys are. About ready. We're all settled in. All right. This world is still new. This is the Stitched World. It goes by many names, but most people commonly refer to it as the Stitched World. It was stitched together from the remnants of four unstable elemental realms and has only existed in its current form for about 1,200 years. One part of the world remains untouched, hidden away, and mysterious. That is the Dragon's Jungle. An incredible, expansive jungle south of the Bigarian kingdoms. Human prejudice and bigotry have driven the animal folk into the relative safety of the jungle, where they could live by their own laws and customs, for the jungle has only one true rule. The immense and powerful godlike dragon who allegedly lives in its heart and protects its subjects from the influences of the human world. The dragon's jungle holds countless different tribes of animal folk, But due to its hostility against human trespassers, very little is still known about the place. This summer has been particularly brutal on the dragon continent. The days are long, and the shade of the tall, looming trees does nothing to cut down on the overwhelming humidity. A cool ocean breeze offers a slight reprise over the heat of the picturesque view of the town as it comes into view of your boat. The swift bunyip 
hasn't seen a port in almost a week, and its passengers are eager to get their feet back on solid land, and an excitement is kind of permeating the air of the boat as the town's buildings become increasingly distinct. The crystal blue waters and the perfect sandy beaches with, stretch out for miles, and you see thick vegetation covering the land in every direction. The town itself, you see, is composed of a large wooden boardwalk leading out to a harbor teeming with ships uh, that are both local and foreign. You see large wooden buildings sitting close to the water. You see inns, shops, modest manors. While further into the village, you can make out what looks like thick vegetation encroaching into the village uh, proper itself. Uh, several smaller, older residences deeper into the village. This is Uvuba, the last refuge of humanity before the dragon's jungle. Your boat, uh, the Swift Bunyip, each of you may have gotten on probably in Cherimov, uh, and, and your party has been there for about a week or so. You, in that time, you've gotten to know each other, you've learned each other's names, and, you're the, and you know that you're probably the last to arrive for this expedition that you've been hired upon. Well, actually, we already knew each other. Oh, that's great. Yes, these were two of my students. It's true. I recently graduated from university and currently working on my thesis project. You were once my professor. Oh, rather you enjoyed your class. Oh, well, I rather enjoyed your presence. Hmm. Uh, my academic uh, performance is um, it is a work in progress. Um, uh, uh, not much progress. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How, like, are you on like academic probation? Uh, I mean, wait. Will you tell my mom and dad? I will not. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm on academic probation. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's a bunch of bullshit. They all hate me. Because uh, they don't understand how great I am at my subjects, which are hitting stuff, which I guess you can't major in. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are kind of up on the prow of the boat, I imagine, kind of watching the ship come into port. None of you have ever been to Abuba before. Yeah, it is a, a, a small dot on the map of the Dragon Continent, but it's a place that's kind of gained a little bit more prominence over the last decade or so. You can see a, a large waterfront. It starts getting closer and closer. The captain yells everybody uh, uh, to brace themselves as the ship makes contact with the docks. And immediately, a, a flurry of sailors start pouring onto the ship to unload cargo, bring things on, take things off, as the, the throng of passengers start spilling off of the boat, sweeping you with them. Oh my, sailors. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you see a man who uh, maybe you recognize, and he starts waving before, waving at you. He's carrying a large banner, and it just says, The Expedition Party, with like three exclamation points. He seems rather excited. What font is it in? It is in Times New Roman. He's very professional. Oh, man. <laughs> I, was going, I was hoping for papyrus here. Yeah. Uh, he calls out to you, um... I think for the sake of the story, this is a character you guys can't really know very well at this point. He, maybe we just know of him. You maybe know of him. You maybe know him very briefly. He is a professor at Cherimov University, but he famously spends most of his time away on expeditions. And he's hired you through correspondence. Most professors really didn't get close to me back at the university. I don't really know why. You're not very popular at the university? Um, well, I would say that many of them were eager to see me go on this expedition. <laughs> <laughs> what department are you in again? Oh, I'm, I'm officially in the history department, although my specialty is esoteria. And so you see this man, he's kind of holding a sign at you. 
why don't you guys take a moment to kind of describe your characters as uh, you approach this man. Okay, so Kaka is a Tengu, which is a Japanese creature. They're crow people, so he is like a big, walking, talking crow. He's kind of the fighter of our group, so he's got some armor, he's got a sword, he's got a shield that is painted with the logo of Sheremov University, which shows a black goat kind of butting its head through the words Sheremov University, I think. Go goats. Yeah, go goats. And I think his, his armor also, it would be like a football jersey yeah. now. Like, it is painted in the university colors and the so logo. Obnoxious. Yeah, like, I, I clearly outfitted all of my gear from the university bookstore where I, <laughs> where I also bought Christmas presents for first semester yeah. uh, for all of my relatives. And he is accompanied by a black goat named Archibald. I'm going through two different academic probations at once. One of them is to go on this expedition, but the other is that I have to take care of Archibald, <laughs> who is currently eating a hat. I think there's, like, we'll, we'll talk about this more later, but I think you're, this is like your punishment for doing some sort of prank involving Archibald, oh, right? Oh, oh absolutely. Like, <laughs> did you, like, you painted Archibald green. I don't know what it is yet. I think I fed Archibald something that made him... I think he just pooped somewhere. <laughs> like, I think I, I fed Archibald something, so he pooped in the dean's office. Yeah. I, I think my first semester was very Animal House. Yeah, I completely agree. The dean was always on your case. <laughs> yeah. Which what what is the dean's name? The dean's name is Thomas. Dean Thomas. You, his name cannot be Dean Thomas. It's canon. <laughs> J.K. Rowling's gonna sue. Uh, fine. Yeah. So I am accompanied by this black goat with these horrible dead eyes. <laughs> and he's my familiar. His name is Archibald, and I have to keep him alive. That's your big goal. Good goal. Yeah. So that's me. That is Kafka. Okay. All right. I am Kata Maroon, and I am a human, but I'm a shifter, specifically a wear-touch shifter. So I primarily have snake-like features. I don't appear overly snake-y, but I do have claws because I'm a shifter. So I'm like olive-toned, kind of like snake golden eyes and black hair. Like a, like a clawed snake. Like a clawed snake. One of those. One of those, because those exist in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. And I grew up on expeditions. My parents were both kind of adventurer, explorer types. So I grew up transversing the stitched world and exploring all different places but we've never been to the jungle before and it was somewhere I've always wanted to go but I'm very familiar with exploration and this kind of setting so I'm excited to be here um, I am playing Eulister Burnbook, professor from Sheremont University from the History Department, expert in all forms of esoteria. I'm an occult historian, which is the archetype of the occultist. I am also a tiefling. I'm about 108 years old. Mm -hmm. Unlike many of my species, uh, I am short and rotund. Um, <laughs> my my golden horns part wavy blonde hair that's ridiculously styled. Uh -huh. I have pink skin, and I am dressed in exactly what one would expect an explorer to be dressed in if those accounts were only found in books. Right. <laughs> like khakis, lots of pockets. Oh, khakis. I'm full explored outfit. I got my pith helmet. 
I'm there. I'm ready to do this. I got my backpack, my water skin. Oh my. You know, my key weapon is a heavy mace, but I've had it constructed to be shaped like a cane. So the head is this big, large, silver, not silver, but metal mm-hmm. head. And so when I get scared, I might swing my cane around. <laughs> got it. <laughs> And I imagine you will never get scared. You will definitely keep your fear in check on this adventure because you're ready for it, right? Almost certainly. Everyone has told me they expect me to fail. <laughs> but I I will prove them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What is it exactly each of you are contributing to the expedition? Like, why, why were you hired for the expedition? Personally, I do, like, really sick ollies. If they need someone to, like, to grind on stuff... Uh, I could be really good for that, but also I am pretty good with the sword, and I got the sweet ass armor from from the bookstore. I was supposed to spend the money on like textbooks, but instead I wanted this dope ass armor, and now I have the dope ass armor. Mostly, I mostly I think I'm going to be taking hits and dishing out other hits. Is going to be kind of my main thing here. I'm not really good for much else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am on the mission because I'm writing a thesis paper, so I'm actually studying while I am here. (laughs) (laughs) The look she just gave me when she said that. (laughs) So yes, I'm doing research while I'm here, but I'm also accustomed to this sort of life, and so not not with the area, so I'm not really the guide aspect, but Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more familiar with nature, and I, due to my shifter abilities, can talk to animals and calm them down, and and I'm kind of the, um, what were we calling them? Animal type. Beastkin. Beastkin. I am the Beastkin ambassador-esque human. Okay. While she got her Zoomer thesis in, in naturalism, I must say that she is an outstanding student. I appreciate that. Uh, it works what about really me? hard. Um, I, I was cool too, right? I don't know, Kafka. I'm just pretty sure that your punishment said that you were supposed to come here, not that you were supposed to steal Archibald and bring him with you. Uh, I mean, I didn't exactly steal him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get to play Archibald. Is <laughs> the joy here? Are you going to make goats screaming like people noises? Oh, I should just cue those up somewhere. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Anyway, we'll I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, it's all good. So I'm uh, I'm here to uh, do a represent the academy. I have six degrees. Um, so I'm obviously here to inf- to keep everyone informed and to warn them of obvious dangers that they should have read about. And I also am very skilled in geography. Uh, that's one of my degrees. Um, so I shall be officially guiding this expedition as its sort of navigator of sorts. I like that you have six degrees, but most of them, if not all of them, are useless. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I see it. There is no such thing as useless information. Knowledge for knowledge's sake. (laughs) I just love learning. All right, so you guys, uh, you see this man. He is well-dressed, dark-skinned. Kata, you would recognize him of Rosanese descent. Uh, he's about middle-aged, handsome. He wears a light blue cloak and coat, clean pants. And he very much stands out from surly sailors and other kind of handsome. dock workers. He's kind of waving around, but he doesn't seem to know exactly who he's looking for. But we know who he is. He has a big sign. Right, that's right, with the three exclamation points in Times New Roman. Mm-hmm. Very professional. Very professional, but excited. Mm-hmm. We disembark. Okay. You get, you get off the uh, boat, you're, it feels good to be back on land, I imagine, oh, for most of you. It certainly does. This guy is uh, kind of waving around, looking around at everyone unloading from the uh, Swift Bunyip. 
<laughs> Why? Well, we approach him. Yeah, we make our way over. Yes. Greetings, Professor. Ah, uh, it, it, it's you. It's you. I've I've been looking forward to seeing you all come here. Please, please. And he shakes off your hands. Uh, you, I'm certain you've heard of me, but my name is Suresh Sumadra. It's it's such a pleasure to meet you all. Oh, your reputation precedes you, sir. It's so please. nice to meet you, Suresh. Uh, thank you, thank you. And you must be young Kafka. Uh, sup? Thank you all for joining the expedition late. Just this last second, I, I'm certain you will prove to be immeasurably useful on our expedition. It's going to be very dangerous, but I'm certain we're going to persevere and learn a lot. Not just about the world and the dragon's jungle secrets, but maybe about ourselves, even. I think Archibald is eating the corner of his, of his sign that he's holding now. <laughs> Just kind of go in there. Yeah. I think Archibald eats everything. From what I've read, I'm pretty sure the jungle is overhyped. Its, it's dangers are not nearly as treacherous as its reputation. That is uh, hopefully true. I, I'm not expecting to see too much trouble. I feel like things get told and retold and legends grow from those tellings. I think we're going to be fine. We've all got weapons. We've got hardy adventurers and explorers. We're going to be fine. We'll just keep our wits about us. Absolutely. Besides, don't you have, like, a degree in geology? It's like, don't you know about this whole thing anyway? Yes, I know very much about it. Great. That's why you were hired. I need more learned men on my crew. Oh, I, I will be invaluable to you, sir. So, like, uh, what are we doing, and how can I get an A? Well, I suppose I can give you some sort of letter grade, if that'll help. Do you have, to, do you have some sort of form I need to sign for you? Uh, yeah, uh, if you wouldn't mind. I got a mom, and I got a dad, and they want me to have an A. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on this forest expedition. If you like Kafka, I can assign, I can give you assignments as we, as we go, and perhaps you can earn extra credit through me. Uh, you know, that, yeah, that sounds mad dope. I don't want to say, like, no to that, because I'm trying to be receptive and open to that kind of thing, but, like, if I could just get the A without the assignment, that would be better. Maybe for everybody. Oh, Kafka. I hand him my forms. He starts looking <laughs> through these, like, these, these are very extensive. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going through an independent study. <laughs> Who signed off on all of this? <laughs> Dean Thomas, he'll allow anything. That <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Dean. Oh, <laughs> uh, tell me about it, right? So tell me, before we make our way back to our lodgings, does that, do any of you have any questions, any further inquiry? I'm very busy. Are we set to embark on this adventure tomorrow morning, or when are we leaving from the town? It should be oh, roughly a, f a four-day journey or so into the jungle before we reach our dig site. I have a boat on loan from the university for the roughly about 100 and 120 miles on the river itself before we make it to the site. Mm. Oh, so we were traveling by boat? We'll be traveling up boat up river for most of the most of this to get mm. to the site. Yes, oh, that is that is good news. It is nice. We shouldn't be trekking through the jungle too much, but it is quite a journey from the dock from where we shall dock. Uh, the people I spoke to did not know much about the archaeological site itself. There isn't much known about it. It's a long ad abandoned city, deep in the jungle. You may know that the Dragon's Jungle is home to countless tribes of beastmen. Uh, oh, oh. No one's a beast. We call them animal folk. The, the, the animal folk. You're, you're, you're right. I, you know, it's hard to keep up with the times. You know, ten years ago, it, you couldn't say beastkin, and now... 
Everyone's saying it. <laughs> oh. I think I think everybody is kind of looking at Professor Suresh now like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who's maybe spent a little too much time in the field. <laughs> but even Kafka knows, like, there are things you just don't say anymore. It's true. <laughs> I suppose then it'll just be up to me to adjust my expectations. Right. Uh, well, we're headed to a site called uh, Poema. Uh, it's a site I found in my youth, but have not been able to return to. We believe it to be a, a shining jewel. Uh, what was once a thriving jungle metropolis for the monkey men, uh, the, the Venara. It's been ab abandoned for over a thousand years. But why did the Venara abandon their city? They scattered to the winds afterwards. We, I hope we can learn more about the stitching and ancient Venaran through this expedition. Is there like a relevant knowledge check that one of you guys could do on the Venarans or their civilization or something? We could do like a knowledge of history. We need a dice roll sound effect, I think. It's gonna be, yeah, yeah I do, I do very well. I have a 25. A 25? Okay. You know that the Venaran do not have a centralized place of where they live. The Venaran are out of all of like the various humanoid and animal kin kind of tribes out there. The Venaran are maybe the most dis disparate. There's only little pockets of them throughout a bunch of different countries rather than like a place where most of them are. Now, are they a, a single humanoid race? The Venaran are, yes, they are a, like a monkey folk. Kind oh, okay, of. got it. Are we expecting to run into these Venaran throughout the jungle? No, unfortunately not. So. The Venaran have completely abandoned Poema. Though, one of our fellow expedition members is a Venaran himself, a Venaran culturalist named Shayika. Hmm. When will we be meeting up with the rest of our team? Oh, most of them are staying over at the inn. If you'd like to meet them, they should be just waiting around. Maybe they're out doing other things in the city, but everyone should be ready to go by planning to leave, I believe, tomorrow morning. Which, also, what time of day is it, by the way? Oh, let's we should say, establish that. Yeah, that's fair. It's about uh, early afternoon. All right, cool. Early afternoon. That seems like a good time to get down. Was there a time zone change? There was. Am I getting used to it? Still? Yeah, it's really oh, bad. Everyone's leg. tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I must say, it's hard not to notice all the sailors in this port town. Yes. Uh, there wouldn't happen to be some sort of tavern near the docks, would there? Of course. You look. Uh, you kind of like look up and down, and he kind of points to a lot of. Uh, Little taverns, like, filled with sailors, filled with kind of, like, Uvuba and regulars, but a lot of foreigners in this town, you've noticed. Um, the people of Uvuba tend to be very dark-skinned, and they wear um, a lot of, uh, like, bright colors, a lot of, like, very bright greens seem to be very popular in Uvuba. Mm -hmm. But you do recognize a lot of foreign sailors and merchants in town. I do intend to have a very nice libation after dinner, then. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, like, what's good to eat around here? Oh, Avuba has lots of local delicacies. You can get a, they have a great kind of jerk uh, soup that they do. It's quite delicious. I've eaten two bowls today. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm a bird person. So, like, uh, what do they have for bird people? I think they have seed. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you eat seed. <laughs> I've procured a large block of rooms at one of the nicer establishments deeper into town, the Emerald Inn. My local contact, Malik, his father owns the inn, and most of the group has been staying there while we've waited for everyone to arrive, and all and for all the uh, rest of the equipment to come in. It came in on your boat, so now we should be ready to unload from the local warehouse, and we shall set sail 
tomorrow. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm very eager to depart. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to. All right, everyone. Uh, follow me deeper into the city. I shall show you around Avuba. Maybe you can get a couple things before you leave. I shall pay you all a little bit of your stipend early, so you may procure any last-second things you might need for the trek into the jungle. Any bug spray or sleeping bags, that sort of thing you might have forgotten. Ooh, how much is our stipend? Uh, 500 gold pieces. Oh, oh, my. My. Yes, yes. Generous. Uh, the, the university is paying quite handsomely for this expedition. There was a good windfall of cash so I could finally fund this. You know, every time I tried to say, let's go to the dragon's jungle. I have so many big expeditions I want to do there. Everyone at the university was like, no, we can't do that. Everyone will die. And I'm like, cowards. <laughs> well, I for one, I'm not a coward, so I'm happy to be here. Let's, let's get to it, sir. Wonderful. I'm so happy to hear that. There don't happen to be any voodoo stores in this in this little city. Absolutely there? not. That's not a voobin. A uh, voodoo. Or it's something like juju stores. Juju, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not voodoo. Oh, juju shop. That's what I'm looking a juju for. Juju shop. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. There might be. There's plenty of different uh, people of uh, a whole different walks of life and different kinds of trades are practicing a vuba. It's really kind of a bit of a boom town on the coast. Well, there were just some things that I wasn't allowed to bring on the boat with me, and I wouldn't mind picking some up here. Yeah, you can't get, you couldn't bring a handgun on the boat. They were like, there's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, of course. Now, if you would follow me, and he kind of leads you guys deeper into Avuba, you leave the boardwalk, which is mainly kind of like this, uh, you know, think of like the, it's probably the biggest part of Avuba at this point. It's a huge port city. A lot of very big docks leading out into the bay, and uh, it's got a big row of several larger buildings, all kind of facing out towards the ocean. Then there's a several. Then there's kind of a main walk behind that with a little bit more like stores, a couple inns, um, and maybe some homes. And then deeper past that, you start kind of going into what people might consider older Uvuba, which is much more like tiny houses, some kind of going back hundreds of years in terms of age. And most of those have stuck with uh, the same families for generations as they just kind of continuously upgrade and fix them. Um, and it's a little bit poorer probably towards the back as well. Uh, and also, lastly, I wanted to kind of point out is that the jungle is constantly encroaching into the city itself. It's, it's almost a, it's a job essentially to be pushing back the jungle out of the city. And uh, as you guys make it through the jungle, as you make a uh, make your way through the city, can I get uh, perception checks? Just kind of look around the town. Oof, nice. Twenty six. Hey, hey, Kafka notices things. Yeah, twenty three. That's pretty good. Like that is pretty good. Like it's not twenty six good, but like you tried your best. Yeah. Ten. I'm distracted by the goat. <laughs> <laughs> the goat just looks at you and bleeds. <laughs> I scratch its head. Ah, I like this goat. So, We're going to be friends, me and this guy. You guys notice, um, Kafka, you specifically notice, a, a number of the windows of this town have been boarded up. A couple doors have been boarded up, and it's much more, for a town this size, and you kind of get the idea for what might be like a population this big, there's a lot less people on the street off of the boardwalk than you would expect. It's about late afternoon. You would think there'd be more people kind of out. Uh, hey, uh, Professor Sumadra... 
Uh, yes, Kafka, what can I do for you? Isn't his name Suresh? Suresh Sumatra. Oh. Okay. We're on a first name basis. Uh, we're friends. I'm, I'm like a friend, friendly professor. Uh, well, listen, if you could get out from behind that chair you turned backwards to talk to me as a troubled <laughs> student and answer this question, like, why are all the windows boarded up? Like, was there a hurricane or, like, a monsoon? There are, it is almost the rainy seasons, but no. Unfortunately, there's some sort of local spook, some sort of monster. It's uh, been roaming the town for the last several weeks. Uh, allegedly snatching up its victims into its claws and some sort of nonsense. I haven't seen anything like that. But then again, I just haven't gone out at night. It just seemed like the smart thing to do. So why do you think it's nonsense if you won't go out at night? Well, I'm not. Who knows what it is? It's probably some sort of local kids playing a prank, but better safe than sorry. I can't go into the jungle and die in this first port city. That'd be ridiculous. You must wonder what it is, though. I mean, how can you sleep at night thinking, not knowing what's out there? I find I sleep soundly after I spend my days planning my expedition, dreaming of what wonders the jungle will open up to me. Oh, and drinking by the smell of you. I like a libation here and there. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Well, is there somewhere in town where we can find out a little bit more about these monsters? I suppose you could go speak to the members of the Acacia Club, the the local guard in town, stationed in a big tree. That's a sort of clubhouse. I've never understood that sort. It's kind of oh. cool. It must be a very old tree. Yes, I, I imagine it must be. I don't, I don't particularly know, nor do I particularly care. How very unscholarly of you. I have other <laughs> interests. I'm, I'm multidimensional. <laughs> <laughs> If we go hunt this ghost, like, can I get an A on this? You will get an A-plus in hunting ghosts, I suppose, from someone who rates that sort of thing. Dope, 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 dope. All right, yeah, let's go. Let's go hunt a ghost. So with my awesome 23 perception, which I may never get again, right? can at least spot at that esoteria store, the juju store I'm looking for? Sure, there's a juju store. Great, I'll yeah. do some shopping there at yeah, some definitely. point. Yeah, definitely. You get like a shrunken head, like a novelty shrunken head. Why? Well, there's things I need I need to get. There's things I need to get. Okay. On our way to this hunter's club, if that's where we're going, I would like to keep my eyes peeled for some armory store. Okay, yeah. Let me know if there's one of those. Things like that. We can do kind of shopping. We'll probably handle like that kind of shopping probably off air. Yeah. And Suresh kind of looks at you as, well, if you're going to go towards the Acacia Club, I'll see you at the inn. Remember, it's the Emerald Inn, and he kind of hands you guys some keys. We have a block of rooms I've procured for us. We've been staying there for several days. Come meet the rest of the crew. I'm going to go meet my wife for dinner. Oh, you're married. Yes, Hmm. happily. Hmm. Well, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we go go to the tree place. Okay, you guys make your way to the Acacia Club, and you kind of see different buildings and, like, large kind of uh, temples, banks, that sort of thing as you kind of get nearer into the... Oh, wait, temples? Yes, there is. Oh, can I make a knowledge religion check to see what kind of temples there? Go for it. Very good. I have a 24. All right. You identify um, kind of some local temples. There's a large temple to Abadar, which seems very new. It's probably built up in the last, like, within the last decade. Oh, I ramble off things about Abadar to the kids. I <laughs> mostly ignore you. And uh, there's, uh, like, an older temple to Sarenrae. Oh. A little smaller, a little less ornate. 
How civilized. You get into uh, uh, the Acacia Club and you see this large tree. It's huge. It's got branches that stretch into the sky. It's one of the tallest buildings in Avuba. Because it's not really a building, it's a hollowed out tree. And uh, you see a group of guards, probably three guys wearing this very kind of traditional metal armor that is kind of strung together with various leathers. But it's very colorful. It's, it's got a lot of uh, style to it still. And they're all, they're all kind of sitting around talking to each other, but they're very well, they're very, they're in military dress. They're in full dress, uh, which you would maybe not expect for like a town guard, unless there was some sort of like imminent emergency. I would like to find the most attractive male in the room. There's a very tall, handsome guy. He's got a great smile. Fantastic. I'm excited. Also interested the most attractive man in the room. I shall follow you. Mm. All right. So I'm going to walk up to him and say, hi. Hey there, girly. What's going on? Uh, my name is Kata. I just got into town. We just landed. We're about to take off on an expedition to the jungle, but we're spending some time in town first, and we've noticed that it seems that a lot of the windows are boarded up and that something might be going on. Is there some sort of monster that we should be aware of or frightened of? Or? He takes his uh, helmet off his head and kind of like clutches it to his heart a little bit. He's like, ah, yeah, there is. It's uh, it's really dangerous right now in, in old Avuba, unfortunately. Hopefully uh, the Acacia Club will be able to tie this up pretty quick, I'm hoping. But uh, yeah, there's it's, it's, it's Tavok, the old evil necromancer who used to rule this region over a hundred years ago till the hero uh, Digimon. No, his name's not Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let's, we'll do a clean take. <laughs> till, the, till an ancient hero destroyed him. So he's his ghost yes, is wreaking uh, havoc? He hates, he's jealous of our wealth and our newfound prosperity so he's risen an army of the dead to kill our citizens. Oh my. Oh, well, a lot of foreigners have been killed by him too, so I recommend that you guys stay clear. What? What? Foreigners specifically? Yes, he's, he's killed several foreigners. More, more foreigners than locals. Oh. Well, is this, I mean, is this something that you uh, might require assistance fighting? I suppose if, if you really want to help out the Acacia Club, you may join our ranks. That would be great. Are you skilled with a spear? I don't know if you've noticed these. I say as I extend Oh my, my god, what's wrong with your hands? <laughs> he freaks out a little bit. He's never seen a snake wear person with claws. You're unique. <laughs> I am rather unique. You're not like other girls. <laughs> I, I, am, I am not like other girls. <laughs> so I'm, I'm rather talented with my hands. I guess, Yeah, we could use a clawed woman in our ranks. Do you wish to join the Acacia Club? It's a whole prestige class and everything. Well, I'm not necessarily sure if we're interested in joining. We are leaving rather soon. However, we are happy to be of help while we're here. And we, honestly, we might like to know if there's any sort of tips or tricks should we encounter any of these undead while we're in town. Sure, uh, make a diplomacy check. Still not fantastic. Oh, that's a 15. 15. I like wink a little. He's like, he like kind of looks at you. He's like, yeah... We could always use more ranks, and there's always things to be done, especially against Tavok, that that evil rascal. But I, I think it'd be safest if you just let the professionals handle this, miss. And my dear, I'm, I'm not sure we want to go into the jungle hunting ghosts. Do you have any idea what a ghost can do to a person? It's true. I've seen, a, I've seen these ghosts tear men from limb to limb. Oh, my. Um, what... 
What uh, the, the the dead that rise, that the dead that it animates. Yes. Um, are they other ghosts or are they skeletal or like what are they? Uh, they they are like men, like like you or I, but but dead. Their flesh sloughing off their bodies. Sounds dirty. Bugs crawling in and oh. out of their oh. orifices. Decaying flesh. Yeah, I don't know, like decaying flesh and bugs, like. I'm I'm a crow person. I'm kind of into that. Like all of the things you're laying down here, like Great. how how can I find one of these one of these feasts that's just walking around? How can I find one of these? Cause I'm getting pretty I'm getting pretty hungry, and that sounds kind of dope. Stay out after night. Walk the more jungled streets of Abuba, and the dead will make themselves known to you. Cool. So like, if you guys are doing like such a good job of it, like why are they still here? We're working on it. It's an ongoing problem. Yeah, but like, how long has it been like ongoing? A couple weeks. It started off deeper in the jungle, and it's made its way closer and closer. Right, because you guys haven't been doing a good job of like keeping it out, right? I don't like your tone, sir. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, like, maybe instead of like us helping you, like we could just do the job for you, or and then like, what? Are you getting paid for this? Yes, this is my job. Yeah, but, like, what if we did the job and got your money and, like, could you give us an A for it? I'm going to talk to the snake lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I recommend you foreigners stay out of the way. This is a problem for Abubans. We'll solve it. If you do see anything, say something. Well, that sounds like a great idea. Yes, I think we... It's the motto of the Acacia Club. You see something, say something. Noted. We shall do that. It was very nice speaking with you. Thank you. And he, like, kisses your hand, or your, cl- your weird claw? clawed hand. I would say, so after a bit of shopping, we make our way to the, uh, to the Emerald Inn. Yeah. I would like to, so we're gonna, like, cue a shopping montage in yes. that moment. Cue shopping. Like, like, walking on sunshine kind of place. Yeah, I, I think we're, like, w- like, one of us is going in and out of stalls, trying on different suits of armor, That's and me. then, yeah, and then, like, Kafka and... And Eulister are just like sitting on a bench, like shaking their heads, or like giving you thumbs up. But I don't have thumbs, so it's just like my wings are this way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the goat likes it. Yes. The the uh, the juju store is quite creepy. Ooh. Very um, creepy. Yes. All right. Uh, you I guys seem to know my way around. It. Make your way towards the inn. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, I I am followed by a by a uh, you know young boy I've hired to carry my bags. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you guys make your way to the inn, uh, outside the inn, you see a group of children who are all kind of gathered around uh, a man who's uh, very lively and is moving actively. And he's standing on top of a barrel and he's telling a story. And you notice that this man is also covered in fur and has a long tail. Uh, is that a check? Sure. Lo- knowledge local, I suppose. Oh, fuck. Nature, maybe? I'll take nature. Oh, uh, 23. He's a Venara. Oh, okay. oh, one of the monkey people. Yeah. And he comes like, and then the monkey king stole the heart of the fox maiden. And all the kids are like, what? Crazy. I think Kafka is like, sits down right next to him and is immediately enraptured by this. <laughs> He's using big gestures and hand emotions. He's kind of keeping these group of kids enthralled with him. That's how the monkey king lives forever. And they're all like, yay. One of them is like kind of cr- like like bouncing on his tail now, and they're just having a good little time. And but he notices you guys. He's like, "Oh, hey!" 
You guys must be the last of the expedition. We feel like we've been waiting forever for you. I'm getting, I'm getting cooped up in town. Oh, will you be joining us on the expedition? Oh, yes I am. Name's Shayika. Hi, Shayika. I am Professor Euster Birdbook. Ah, a professor. I might have been a professor myself, but I, uh, I can't sit down for long enough to do all the reading, you know? That, that is what we kids call a big mood. <laughs> I, I shake his hand, like, very enthusiastically. Uh, yo, uh, I'm Kafka. I'm, like, a huge fan of yours. Uh, that was, like, the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh, I do some stuff with a skateboard. Like, if I, maybe you want me to show you some tricks, like, sometime. Let me, see, be... let me see your skateboard. Oh, okay. I pull it out. It's it's not great. Like, I think I have painted, like, a very crude crow on it. But like it's it. not it's not good. And, like, he, I want him to take, like, he takes your skateboard for a second. And he kind of like like he's like like something like this, and then like he kind of like kickflips on it, and just like effortlessly, effortlessly way like, better than anything I've ever done. Super cool, and just like uh, just, just kind of effortlessly cool. I mean, like yeah, that that that's pretty pretty good. I I, I guess I, I take it back. <laughs> I'm so excited to be going on this expedition. This is going to be a huge find, especially for the Venaran people. Our what's possibly our our home, our birthplace. To be able to see it with my own eyes, I, I'm honored. I couldn't be more excited. Well, we're excited to be here with you. I'm uh, looking forward to getting to know you a little bit. Oh, I'm excited to get to know you as well, miss. Oh, my name's Kata. It's nice to meet you. Kata, please, please. Shayika, but my friends call me... Like, they call me Shayika. <laughs> I can work name. with that. It is my <laughs> name. I don't have a lot of nicknames. Um, oh, we're going, to, we're going into the end now. You know, I'll go right in with you. I'm getting a little hungry. Go for a drink or something. That'd be fantastic. Yes. Um, I, I, how many other party members are here with us? I think everybody's around. I saw them all kind of milling about. And you kind of you go inside, and you guys are kind of uh, open up the doors into what it is like this large and like bright emerald green painted building. It's a little gaudy, uh, but it's nice. It's definitely like, the biggest inn in town, and it's almost made to. It is unlike a lot of the other Avuvan buildings. It is very much kind of modeled after more Western designs, specifically kind of maybe like influences from like Bigaria and Quincy. And you get in there and uh, and the majority of even the clientele here are probably foreign. Like a lot of the wait staff is like local uh, and a couple like even like B-skin in the, in the wait staff, but most of them are local. And you see some people kind of milling about, and Shayika kind of like waves to a woman who's got her nose in a book, and she doesn't really respond back to him. What would you guys like to do? Shayika, would you mind uh, introducing us to the rest of the people on the exploration? Hey, yeah, of course. Let's uh, let's go meet everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, there's like a number of people kind of milling about here, and they're all kind of like look up at Shayika kind of lazily for a moment. He's like, guys, I want you to meet the rest of the expedition party. This is Kata, this is Euliser, this is Kafka. They're really fun. We're gonna, I think they're really gonna bring some special energy to the expedition. I want everyone to give them kind of a round of applause. And uh, like he kind of like starts like leading a big like kind of claps, like clap, 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 clap. And, and then Suresh is like kind of there too. He kind of looks up from eating like another bowl of this jerk soup he's eating. His third one today. His third, his third bowl of jerk soup. And he's like, mm, yeah, awesome. <laughs> But no one else does. <laughs> Everyone else is like, uh-huh, cool. I'm hot and tired. <laughs> oh, this is Archibald. Great. He's eating a curtain. He, in case you're not familiar with, uh, with our university, he is our mascot that was stolen. <laughs> Yo, he was not stolen. 
He was assigned to me by Dean Thomas. The man wants me to fail. <laughs> Setting you up to fail. I like the I almost like the idea is like it's like in, in like Archibald is known to be like a very like temperamentally like sick goat. You have to give him his pill every day. Oh yeah, yeah. Archib- he's got tummy issues. Yeah, Archibald. Archibald definitely pukes on everything. Yeah, you gotta give him like a pill every day. It's a whole thing. It's not like you can just put it in his food. Like you have to hold him down and feed him this pill, and he will fight you and spit the whole way. It's the one thing he won't eat. I was gonna say. <laughs> Uh, Alright, and so you guys, uh, give me, give me like a, I guess like a perception check to kind of notice and take in everybody who's going to be here. 26. 20. 20. Like, taking in the room, you see that there are a number of people in here. There is this woman who's got a nose in a book. The professor is sitting across from a, a woman who is also eating, and she seems to be kind of talking quietly to him. You notice that there is a man with a long, strange-looking device that he is polishing, and he's kind of in the corner of the room. He's human. There is a, a younger man who's sitting at the bar, and he's got a huge sack of paperwork that he's kind of going through. Well, I suppose I shall stick to my specialty, and I'll approach the, the lady with the book. Mm, okay. This is another woman who you've probably seen around Chermov University, as your character would. And you, you know her name. Her name is uh, Cheldy Baragiva, and she is an assistant professor. Ah, ah, Professor Cheldy. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, um, uh, Alistair, right? Yes. What a pleasure to see you here. Oh. It's Eulister. Oh, oh, it's not, oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's my, my mistake. Um, Professor Eulister. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just so hot here. My hair's a mess. I haven't gotten much sleep lately. How are you? It's so, it's such, I didn't know you were coming on the uh, expedition. Well, the journey was arduous, but we arrived safely. Oh, I'm just curious. I see that you're studying. What, are you, what, what is your topic? Oh, I'm, I've come on this expedition to hopefully learn more about the various animal folk that live in the jungle. I'm trying to really kind of punch up a paper that I'm writing on the difference of animal folk tribes between the dragon's jungle and the Phoenix continent and the ones found further south. Oh, absolutely fascinating. Yes, yeah, so hopefully we can find some different cultural attitudes that are similar and find out what makes them different. I'm here interested in the antiquities and the ruins that are reported to be scattered throughout the jungles. Well, that makes sense. I'm certain there will be something for you to find there. This woman is, uh, she's got like that very, like almost black hair and she's very pale skin. She seems human. Why don't you make a knowledge local or... 15. You notice that like she, her eyes are two different colors, signifying to you as someone who probably knows about, a bit about esoterica, probably a changeling. Oh. Yeah. But like passes for human pretty easily. I would like to uh, meander up to the gentleman with the weapon. Oh, okay. He's human as well. Kind of a ruddy, tan skin, three days worth of unshaved stubble, a little, like, a little bit of salt and pepper. He's in his late 30s or so. And he's kind of sitting there polishing this strange-looking device. And he looks at me and he's like, hey, can I help you? Hey, I'm, uh, I'm Kata. Are you coming on this adventure with us? That's what I've been hired to do, miss. I've been coming on this adventure. I think we're going to all die, but uh, I'm going to make sure that me, me and uh, the missus here, and he kind of shakes the weapon, <laughs> we're going to ensure that everyone makes it out quite nice and safe. What's that uh, weapon you got there? Have you ever heard one of these? This, my dear, this is a musket. 
can kill an elephant from over a hundred feet away. Right shot, right to the head. It's done. You should see me with one of these bad boys. I mean, I imagine that I will at some I point. I imagine that you're gonna have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's uh, very nice to meet you. I hope I can lend a hand and be of some assistance. I What's your name, miss? Oh, I'm Kata. Yeah, the name's Dalton. Dalton Juge. Very nice to uh, meet you, Dalton. Good, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. I'm certain that I'll get more of you as we go. Just uh, make sure you stay out of the way of my sights. I'd hate for anything bad to happen to you. Pretty thing like you. Well, don't shoot me and we'll be okay. <laughs> Hopefully I won't come to that. Uh, Back away cautiously. <laughs> and then I think I approach the, the gentleman that is busy with all of the paperwork by himself. And I kind of just flop down next to him and like, uh, yo, uh, sorry to bother you, but I noticed you're doing homework, and that's a real bummer on an expedition like this. You want, like, some tips how to get out of it? Uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, I got a lot of work to do. Uh, no, that's, this is what I'm saying, man. Like, you don't have to do the work. Like, you can just, like, not do it, and they can't stop you. Whoa, uh, hey, man, that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I wish there was a, that was my life, but that is not in the guards for me. Who are you? My, my name's Malik. I helped, uh, kind of... Put this whole thing together for that Suresh guy. Oh, uh, my name's Kafka, and when I didn't want to do homework, I pretended to not know how to read till I was 16, and it worked great. That's a long time to pretend to not know how to read. Uh, yeah, like, it was really, really hard. Uh, uh, like, sometimes I want to go to a place and I want to order a burger, but I couldn't order a burger because I couldn't know that the place was a burger place. Uh, but then eventually they, they figured it out. Oh, okay. Well, great, man. Um, but I didn't have to do homework for like 16 whole years, man. I got a whole lot of paperwork to fill out. For. I, I hired 10 different laborers, and uh, I got to fill out all this, all this paperwork for the university want, that I need to do. Uh, I think while all this is happening, um, I think Archibald has definitely reared up on his hind hooves, and he has just been eating pieces of paper from <laughs> the stack. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! He says, freaks out. Like, you, you, contain your goat, sir. Uh, yo, uh, that is the university's goat. I am merely its custodian. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta do all this work again. Uh, get your goat outside. Take this goat outside. What's this goat even doing inside, Dad? And like, he calls over to like another guy, and this guy looks over. He's like, what? Do we allow goats in the restaurant? And he's like, no goats inside. That's a, that's been a firm rule. He points to a sign where it just says no goats. And there's a sign. I think there's like a picture of a goat with a cross through it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like as of last September, no goats. No go firm rule. Take your goat outside. Ah, uh, bro. Archibald, like, I'm so sorry that you have to suffer this discrimination right now, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, I know. It's fine. You and I, we'll go out. We'll find somewhere that welcomes us for who we are. All right. And, I, and I, I stand up, like, very exaggeratedly. I think there's, like, a I think there's like a single piece of parchment on the table, and I just, like, knock it off. And it just, <laughs> uh, and it's supposed to be defined, but it just kind of, like, wafts very, 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 very slowly to the floor. And I stand there until it's right on the floor, and then I leave with Archibald. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, you take, uh, you and Archibald take off? Yeah, we, we head outside, I think. Yeah, uh, why don't you give me a perception check as you look around outside to find a place to probably tie up Archibald. That's gonna be a 20. Okay. You notice parked next to the Emerald Inn is a large black caravan. 
Okay, is it like a cool caravan? Is it like a kind of a spooky caravan? Like it is our caravan. <laughs> For me, it looks like it looks like a covered wagon with like a black kind of cloth over the whole thing. Yeah, but I want to know like what vibe am I getting from it? Like, is it is it a spooky caravan? Is it like a cool caravan with flames on it? It looks kind of like a maybe like a junky caravan, I suppose. On the side of it, it says the Duke Luca experience. The Duke Luca experience. Mm-hmm. Archibald, you seen this? Ar- yeah, you game? I'm game. And I just start leading him towards it. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty close to where you are. Uh, you're just kind of looking at it. And you see a woman kind of getting off of the caravan. And she's kind of got this like big, like oversized looking like saxophone with her. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost okay. as, tall, it's like as tall as her. <laughs> and she's like, get that goat out of here. It's going to eat all of my xylophones. Why does everybody in this town hate goats? They eat everything. I'm trying to trying to run a, a, a reputable business and I have goats eating all my instruments. Are you Duke Luca? I'm not Duke Luca. I work for Duke Luca. Are you experience? Yes, I'm experience. You caught me. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, listen, what if a goat wants to watch the Duke Luca you? Experience. Uh, Duke Luca, we should be performing uh, within the next hour. Stay inside. The show's gonna be fantastic tonight. Ah, uh, yo, bro, can't do that. The goat's not allowed inside. No, oh, well, then the goat will have to miss it. I'm so sorry. This is a cruel world that you and I live in. Alright, uh, back inside. Do you guys have anybody you want to talk to? Well, I think yeah. that, uh, I think I, I wish to. I think I wish to rejoin Suresh and the person he's doing. Oh, okay, you kind of sit down at the table. And he's like, ah, oh, yes, Professor, Professor, please sit down. I'll, I'll get you a bowl of soup. Oh, I've been dying to try it. I would also like a bowl of soup. I would like to come and sit. Ah, down. yes. I'm very hungry. Ah, I'm so excited. We're going to be joining soup. Please, please, uh, let me introduce you to my wife, uh, Ruth. And uh, Ruth, uh, she's very beautiful, dark skin, dark hair, and dressed like in the style from like Quincy. She, she, she's like, hi, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. Give me a sense motive. That was rough. She just seems. She seems. She seems quiet. Uh, you work with my husband. Both teach at the same the same uh, university. Although I do not expedition as much as he does. Uh, this is. Uh, I've gone on a number of these expeditions with him at this point. Sometimes I've also guest lectured at the university on herbology. I'm an herbalist. Oh. Oh, fascinating. I'm very interested in the study of herbs and all of all of the natural sort of things that we're about to encounter in the jungle. Perhaps you could. Assist me in writing my thesis paper. Oh, I would love that. That would be fantastic. Of course. Thank you. I'm always happy to help a, a, a budding herbologist. This is a, a truly beautiful place. So you you have been here before with Suresh? Well, I, I actually kind of grew up here. I grew up in uh, in the Dragon's Jungle itself, to oh, be honest. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long time since I've been back. I thought that only animal folk were, were local to the area. That is uh, true for the most part, yeah. There was, um, I don't know, uh, I don't, have you heard of the colony of Leroy? Have you? History! Oh yeah, of course I have. Uh, what you got? Oh, I have a 27? Sure, you have heard of Leroy. The country of Gallerney had set up a colony in this dragon's jungle a number of years ago, probably 40, 40 years ago or so. It was this big kind of expansion into the Dragon's Jungle of like the first human colony in the Dragon's Jungle called Leroy. And it was kind of in, it was in the middle of the jungle 
on the river and it thrived there for a number of decades until it didn't about 20 years ago and it kind of everyone can tell is that the denizens of the dragon's jungle probably wiped out everybody in the way something happened and everybody died good example of what not to do yeah she's she's like i haven't i i missed the the destruction of the colony and i've for obvious reasons had never gone back home um, I'm, well, I'm happy that you are coming with us on this expedition i'm hoping to maybe find some closure myself it'd be nice to see it one last time you can come back in with from outside at this point kafka archibald is underneath a cloak okay <laughs> I have Archibald underneath the cloak. What if the dead get him? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think he is, I'm tugging him along, and I think he is gnawing on a corner of the cloak. Okay. Yeah. And we're just trying to, I'm trying to be low-key about it, but, you know, I'm, I'm not great at being low-key. My stealth check is not great, guys. In fact, I feel like I should probably roll for that. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Yeah, I rolled a 16 to keep Archibald uh, incognito. Okay. As a goat under a cloak. You know what? 16? There's a bartender who's, who's uh, standing near where Malik is. And he kind of talks to Malik a little bit. And he like sees you coming in with like this strange little lump under a cloak following behind you. <laughs> and he just kind of gives you this eye. And he just like kind of shakes his head. And goes back to, you know, cleaning a martini glass or whatever it is that he's doing. The notes of a piano begin to play. As someone starts queuing up some sort of song, you see that a group of performers have arranged themselves on the stage. Do I recognize one of them as experience? Yes, you do. One of them is definitely experience. Um, do the other people uh, kind of close in to watch this? Yes, yeah, kind of filled up as the Duke Luca experience begins to kind of get ready to make their performance. Uh-huh. And you see foreign man, pale skin, tufts of us, black hair, kind of oily pomade has slicked across his head. And then he's kind of come out, he's got this like oversized black coat on and he just kind of comes out and he's like, uh, welcome! Welcome to the Duke Luke experience! I'm certain you're all very excited! And everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I somehow doubt that he's a real Duke. Eight other performers alongside of him, and they each have an instrument, and each of the instruments are kind of bizarre. Nothing is like a traditional instrument. Like, the experience has a saxophone that's taller than her. One guy has like a trombone with two horns. Uh, another person has like kind of like xylophones, but also but they're it's strapped onto them like a guitar. <laughs> I love the okay, image. okay, all right. <laughs> I've traveled all over the world. I've seen incredible things. I've performed in the greatest in the throne room of Bulgaria. I've performed on the streets of the of Pariah's Point, and I'm here tonight to perform to you, Uvuba. This is the Duke Luca experience. And then like the music starts playing and it's like, it's kind of, it's okay. It's not. Was that noise that, was that just him making that noise That's with his mouth? That's him making that noise with his mouth. Absolutely. Okay, good. The, no, not a cymbal crash or anything. Yeah. Um, can I do a history check? Are these original songs or these classic ballads? Okay, go for it. Uh, I have a 20. Uh, according to him, they're original songs, but they're clearly riffs on classic ballads. Okay, so this is like a wedding band? Yeah. Okay. I am Duke Luca, your humble maestro, the first tenor, perhaps the greatest performer ever to live. And he starts singing a song that's like, When I was a boy, I traveled the seas, I sailed the stars, 
I went the waves. I'm Duke Luca, and I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think at this point, Ulysses turns to Suresh and uh, and his wife and continues his conversation, you know, in a polite tone, <laughs> but somewhat, you know, still talking over the music. Yeah, kind of just continue on. It's about like eight songs. Most of them are out of tune. Mm-hmm. They're not very good. Uh-huh. And a lot of his songs tend to either be about him or his impressive family lineage. <laughs> I steal napkins off the table and feed them to Archibald under the cloak. All right. I've heard all these songs done better. Finishes his last song, which is about how he uh, romanced three different women in the single evening. And he takes a big bow and he's like, Ah, yes. And now, for the encore. Uh, <laughs> And they perform call for another libation. Yes. <laughs> they perform an encore. It's twelve minutes long. Uh, one song, and it's twelve yeah. minutes long. A bunch just of tw- solos. Yeah, just a bunch of solo. Yeah, <laughs> that woman with the with the gigantic saxophone has a three minute solo. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so on the xylitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. We're selling merch in the lobby. <laughs> the Duke Blue Experience tees. Get them now. They're really cool tees. They're not oh, cool. They're do they bad. have a bandana? Um, there is a minute the Duke Luca experience. I bandana. would like to purchase one of those. It is one copper. Here you go. You now have now a Duke Luca experience Luka. bandana. I actually would like to purchase one of those too, and I put it around Archibald. Ah, now he's handsome. He's gnawing on the knot already. Aww. I'm using it to contain the humidity mess that is my hair. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it's probably at this moment. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of crowd breaks, and I first noticed Dalton, that rugged adventurer that mm-hmm. my young student was talking to earlier. Um, I think approach and say, oh, sir, what is that large instrument you're carrying? It's, uh, it's a musket, friend. Oh, a musket. What does a musket do? Oh, it's, it makes things die. That's what it does. Think of this bad boy like a bow and arrow. But instead of having to, you know, grab an arrow, put it in the string, pull back and fire an arrow, you just point, click, fire your musket, it hits what you want it to hit, they die, then you grab a bunch of uh, little bullets, you put them in the musket, then you put up some black powder, you put that in the musket, pound that all back in there. Oh. <laughs> um, now, it's called, say that again, what is it called again? It's a musket. Oh, I do love the way that rolls off your tongue. Yes. Some say I'm the best shooter in uh, all of the Dragon Continent. Oh, I have no doubt. Oh, yes, of course. All right, okay. So you guys have kind of milled about after talking to a number of the expedition crew. You've got, you kind of like learned their names at least. And uh, it's dark now. After the after Duke Luca experience performs, it's kind of an early evening. The sun is kind of setting over Uvuba. Uh, a wolf howls somewhere. A jungle wolf. My boat leg is catching up with me. I'd like to uh, retire for the evening. I think. Oh, what okay. are our rooms like? Uh, your rooms are nice. They're not. It's nothing too fancy. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. Yeah. Okay. Separate rooms for everybody. Everyone's kind of squirreled away. Uh, who's going up to the room first? I will go up to my room. Okay. I'm exhausted. When you start making your way up to your room, a door flies open right before you reach yours, and you are confronted by a young woman, uh, probably in her late teens. She's got a big mess of hair. 
She's got a cat on her shoulder and she's wearing like just like a lot like long black robes and she's got like very heavy black eye makeup on and she looks up and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she kind of like, just like brushes past you. Um, hi. What? Uh, I'm Kata. Nice cat. Oh, sweet pea say hi. Meow. Sweet pea <laughs> says hi. I'm Anushka. You must work for my dad. Oh, are you Suresh? You're Suresh's daughter. Yeah, I'm Suresh's daughter. So you're coming with us. Yes, I'm coming with. Dad's bringing me on this other expedition with him. I just wanted to stay home, but no, we have to do this as a family. You know, my parents were also adventurers. I spent a lot of my teens on expeditions. I swear, it's more fun than you think it is. Is it? Because I don't see any fun here. It's hot. I'm sweaty. I can't go shopping. I can't see any of my friends. All we do every day is read books. I'm so bored. I want to go home. I'm getting a glass of water. I'm goodbye. Nice to uh, meet you. <laughs> she, like, as she walks away, she like doesn't turn around. But she kind of like lazily waves. Whoa, I say to myself. <laughs> and you get in your room? Your room consists, it's, a, it's small, but it, you know, you got a single bed, you have a little stand for your things, a little chest to put stuff in, nothing too extravagant. Nice. I uh, test out the bed, see how comfy it is. It is pretty comfy. Hey, yeah. I like that. It's better, nice. probably better than the boat bed, I would Definitely imagine. better than the boat bed. Then I'm thrilled. Uh, I, will, I will ask Dalton if he knows where my room is. He like, kind of looks at you and he's like, yeah, I think your room is on the other end of the hall from mine. I was just checking. Yeah, I'm certain you were. I'm probably going to get a drink in a different bar. Have a good evening. And he kind of gets up and he kind of shakes some dust off of him. And he's like, he kind of tips his hat at you. And he heads out the door. All right, I go to my room. Okay. Uh, you see Anushka kind of like doesn't even like make eye contact with you as you, as you pass her like on the staircase. She's like bumps you. Ugh, millennials. <laughs> 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 uh, meanwhile, uh, I think I'm still down in the bar because I am looking for my cloak and the goat that is underneath it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, you're looking for the cloak. Make a perception check to look for your goat. Yeah. That is 17. Okay. Duke Luca actually kind of comes over. He's like, hey there, son. Looking for a little man under a cloak? Yeah, I, that's like a weirdly specific thing to ask me about. But yeah, he. I just saw him go outside. He asked me to hold the door for him. And then I'm like, I don't know, little man. You're, uh, it seems that that bird person over there will be upset. And he's like, no, 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 no. I need to go outside. I'm like, well, go right ahead. I'm Duke Luca, by the way. It's a pleasure to meet you. None of that sounds like at all what he would say. <laughs> like, Archibald wouldn't ditch me. He seemed pretty intense on it. Maybe it's because you don't love him, or he doesn't love you. <gasps> How could he say that after all we've been through? That's goats for you. They hold on to their love. <laughs> They're not forthcoming with it. <laughs> Unlike me, Duke Luca. I'll love you always. Uh, Especially if you subscribe to my, my fan base. I shoved past him. I'm heading already towards the door where he pointed to that Archibald was leaving out of. Okay. Yeah, uh, I poke my head out. Like, I imagine it's dark out now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty dark out. And how well lit is the street? Not very at all. There's there's torches maybe, you know, every 50 feet, there's probably a torch that's been lit by the Acacia Club that they probably wouldn't normally even have lit. 
So, like, dim light, would you say? Sure, yeah. Because as a Tengu, dear listeners, mm-hmm. I have the ability to see in dim lighting up to 60 feet. There you go. Nice. All right, so you make your way out and make make another perception check for being outside now. Uh, Archibald! Okay. Yeah, that's a 20, again. Down the way of the street, you see the, the little cloak that is just kind of bustling around, like, running into things. <laughs> <laughs> would I notice that, like, the streets are starting to clear out a little bit, probably. Yeah, there's, like no one out. there's definitely no one out. It is a silent street. You are by yourself. Okay. I think I kind of look back to the inn uh, where my friends are staying. And then I look over to the goat. And I think to myself, oh, man, if I lose the goat on the first day, there is no way I'm going to live this down. And I'll never get an A. And I run off after Archibald. Okay. You run off after, after Archibald. And as you get closer and closer... You see Archibald uh, has kind of run into another person. <laughs> and like Archibald just kind of makes like a noise. Ah, uh, yo, uh, I am so, so sorry. Uh, I promise he's really friendly. I am really, really sorry. Thank you for finding him. I have been looking everywhere. Yeah. And this person kind of looks around. He's like, he's going to tell you off or uh, get your goat out of here. But you see, he kind of slowly turns around and something doesn't seem right. You notice he's actually covered in dirt and like bits of like vines and and uh, leaves, things like that. And you see that as he kind of turns slowly towards you, like inside his mouth, like a beetle just like, kind of falls out. And it kind of like slowly kind of... I pick up the beetle and like, ah, oh, yo, uh, actually you dropped the... Oh. <laughs> and so this sort of horrible undead man raises his arms out and strikes at you. Ah! And with that, We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.